You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. Welcome back to the show. This is Faraz Sadiqi. We're going to break down the top waiver wire pickups for week 10. I am still reeling from how bad my Jets looked last night. Um, It was bad. The game... Uh, just started off so bad. The punt return touchdown, the Garrett Wilson fumble, the Zach Wilson fumble. It was just, it just, and it just went downhill from there. It really started at the top. No adjustments made at all by our OC Nathaniel Hackett. This this looks really familiar to last year in Denver, doesn't it? Um, don't really have any real fantasy takeaways from that game, you know, other than that. But uh, a few pieces of news going into the week: Kyler Murray is set to return. Um, Jonathan Gannon has made it official. On Monday, make sure to go pick up Murray if he's available. He's still available in about 40% of leagues overall. Um, so grab him now as one of your top priorities uh, if you need a quarterback. I think he can easily be a top 10 quarterback, you know, given the current landscape at the position. Uh, and there is upside for more, obviously, if there's no you know issues or hesitancy, you know, with the rushing ability coming off the ACL. But James Conner also. He has a chance of returning this week. Adam Chapter said they're hoping to, op- to open the 21-day practice window for him. Not sure what that means, you know, but he is eligible to return this week. Hopefully that happens. We'll probably hear more, uh, maybe hopefully on Wednesday. I think, and I think this Kyler Murray news, you know, is, is really awesome for Hollywood, right? He was a buy low for me a couple weeks ago. That remains to be the case now. He has a chance to be at least a top 15 wide receiver moving forward. Um, this is great news for this entire offense, right? James Conner, if he's back, uh, Trey McBride as well. I think there's a good chance he keeps his job even with when Zach Ertz returns. He had a 28% target share last week after 40% the week prior. Uh, you know, two different quarterbacks. He's going to get a third quarterback this week. Um, you know, I definitely want to take my shots uh, on Michael Wilson as well. By the way, Trey McBride, just check if he's available. In your league, I think he's definitely worth a pickup. He's not available in like 50% of leagues, but he is available in about 40. So make sure to go check if he's available on your wire. Um, but yeah, Michael Wilson, definitely want to take shots on him as well. It's very possible that Kyle Murray can bring him to fantasy relevancy, right? He's on my waiver wire pickup list this week at number three. Big fan of his. You know, for those of you who have followed my senior bowl coverage, that's my dude right there. Okay, so I think he has a lot of potential. 
Khalil Herbert practiced in full on Monday, which means there's a good chance he's ready to go Thursday. Again, like I mentioned earlier this week, I think this is going to be a timeshare all around, right? Herbert and Foreman on early downs and Roshan Johnson on passing downs. If I had to choose who I'm playing between Herbert and Foreman this week, it's, it's Foreman, okay? He's on a little bit of a roll right now. He took over the backfield this past week with 74% of the rushing attempts, and it's a short week, right? So I think they lean on him a little bit more. Now, next week, on a longer week, I can see that timeshare moving in Herbert's favor. Uh, he won the job before he got hurt. According to Fantasy Life data, he had a 79% snap share and 60% of the rushing attempts the week before he got hurt, right? So I see him moving back closer to that role. Not sure if he ever becomes the clear guy again, but that possibility is still there. If I had to choose who I'm rostering between the two, it's Herbert. I think Roshan Johnson's a little asked out at this point. You know, if he never suffered that concussion, I can totally see a world where he would have became the guy. But at this point, he's he's behind the eight ball. Sean McVay said that Kyron Williams is expected to return when he's first eligible in week 12. Uh, good news, right? So hopefully he can help you make that late fantasy playoff push. He also displayed some optimism that Stafford will return after this week's bye as well. That would be huge for so many reasons, okay? So I'm, I'm continuing to hold Cooper Cup, continuing to hold Puka Nakua. Jamar Chase has a back injury that he suffered on Sunday night. Could be something worth monitoring here. Just be prepared to be without him this week. Uh, make sure to have some wide receivers ready just in case. Dan Campbell said he has a good feeling about David Montgomery playing this week. That's good news. He also said that Jameer Gibbs has earned some touches, and those touches will be spread around. This is exactly what you want to hear if you have Jameer Gibbs. I'm not really worried about this for David Montgomery because all that really matters for David Montgomery is that he maintains that goal line role, and you should. Um, and this is kind of what I was expecting going into this week. Now, let's see if it actually happens on the field. Hopefully it does. Kevin O'Connell said that Josh Dobbs uh, will start this week against the Saints. Obviously, after that game, how can you not, right? But he's a very solid quarterback pickup this week as well, who's available on a ton of waiver wires. I would pick up Kyler Murray first, and then he'll be second if Murray's available. All right, let's get into some waiver wire pickups. By the way, all of our waiver wire pickups are available on our website at upperhandfantasy.com. So go visit us there for our consensus waiver wire pickups, as well as some waiver wire articles. Uh, and our rankings for week 10 will be up on Wednesday as well. At number one, I have Tank Dell. He was my number four waiver wire pickup last week. People were asking me why. He was my number two waiver wire pickup the week before that. He just should have never been dropped, right? When you have games like he did in week two and week three with 23% and 25% target shares, and then even in week eight, when the Texans didn't play well, he still had a 19% target share. Well, according to Fantasy Life Data, he just followed that up with a 28% target share game this past week. Obviously, it led to a huge game. You know, now, last week was a much better matchup than this upcoming week against Cincy. But then he has Arizona, Jacksonville, Denver, all, you know, three teams who aren't great against perimeter wide receivers, right? So that's looking quite nice right now. So I'm firing him up as a high-end wide receiver three this week. Maybe we can move him into wide receiver two territory in those better matchups upcoming. And by the way, if you need a wide receiver and he's available in your league, it is worth dropping the bag on him at this point. Uh, he's also worth the number one waiver priority for those who are still stuck in ancient times and can't get with the program. Go to fab bidding, guys. Okay. 
Michael Wilson's at number three for me. I mentioned him earlier. He popped, er, you know, he popped early in the year, right? With those two, that, that two touchdown game. Uh, for me, he's just a good X receiver. I think he has promise. I think Kyler can bring some of that out of him. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily drop the bag on him or anything like that, but I think he's a nice prospective add with some upside. All right. Uh, I think, I think so. Michael Wilson was number three. I, I skipped number two. Number two was Keaton Mitchell, right? And I think this one's pretty obvious. I would say that like the, the two must ads this week are probably Tank Dell, number one, and then Keaton Mitchell, number two. Um, you know, Keaton Mitchell, you know, he got a fair share of the work in the in this game um you know i do think that gus edwards will still you know be the primary back here i think in the second quarter that's really when they bought brought mitchell in i don't know if they had the intention to bring mitchell in in this game however with the with the way the game was going you know you kind of have to anticipate the fact that i think john harbaugh does this pretty well right where he anticipates like all right well we're going to have a lot of carries in this game because we, we probably going to be up and we have to start running the ball right now. So Keaton Mitchell started to get involved in that second quarter, right? Uh, he ended up with 24% of the rushing attempts. Okay. Uh, Gus Edwards had 38% and then justice Hill had 70, uh, 35% of the rushing attempts. He was, he was on a route for 71% of the time. Now, Justice Hill played 64% of the snaps. He got most of the snaps. Now in the fourth quarter, when they were obviously going to win the game, Justice Hill played almost every single snap of the fourth quarter. Okay, so take his snap share with a little bit of grain of salt. I think at this point, you know, you want to have Gus Edwards number one, right? Who only played 19% of snaps, but I don't think that's going to be the case moving forward. But Gus Edwards number one, uh, followed by Keaton Mitchell number two, and then followed by Justice Hill after that. I think Keaton Mitchell is the guy who kind of provides the juice right and uh, there is a chance that this moves into a little bit of committee thunder and lightning type of approach right between gus edwards and keaton mitchell will justice hill continue to be involved who knows but it seems you know i think he will be involved because he'll be that third down back but if you have gus edwards this kind of sucks because it, it, this could mean that that like 17 18 carry you know upside kind of gets removed potentially right the goal line the goal line work will still be there for him i think i still think gus edwards is a little bit of a sell here because of all the touchdowns he scored in a limited amount of uh, a limited limited amount of time just in a few weeks he scores three weeks he scores six touchdowns like and then only five carries this past week he scores two touchdowns like you know try to get an rb1 maybe package him up and try to go get a true rb1 right anyway i digress Keith Mitchell, go pick him up. He is like a – he's a smaller back, right? So he's never going to be the guy that gets the full workload. Uh, but, you know, he's someone like Jaleel McLaughlin in Denver, smaller back, speed, better burst than McLaughlin. So this is a, a situation where, you know, a little bit of upside could have some RB2 potential. As of right now, he's more of an RB3 flex play uh, at best. Okay. Um, at number four, I have Khalil Shakir. The Bears – the Bills, I'm sorry, have – transitioned into a little bit of an 11 personnel uh situation right now you know with dawson knox banged up they were playing a lot of 12 personnel and because of that you know we didn't see a lot of these slot receivers but now khalil shakir his rapid participation is above 70 percent each of the last two weeks and the targets have followed okay this can continue moving forward and he's on a good offense so you know if you need a plug and play wide receiver khalil shakir would be the guy to pick up this week uh demario douglas uh new you know 
he is the number one wide receiver for the Patriots. He had the highest rap participation of any of these wide receivers. He uh, he was he had the highest target share of any of these wide receivers. He's going to be like a PPR flex play. That's what Demario Douglas is right now, with, maybe with a little bit of upside. Leonard Fournette's at number six here. He was inactive for his game against Cincinnati, but you know they're still working him in. This is really an upside play. Keep him on your benches to see when he ends up, you know, making his way into the fold. If he does, we'll see. Right, a little bit of a perspective ad here. Antonio Gibson's at number seven. He's got, you know, a significant amount of targets over the last two games. You know, this is it could be the same old story. You know, with Antonio Gibson, where you pick him up and then after that he just doesn't do anything. But fourteen percent and twenty percent target. I'm sorry, ten percent, twelve percent target shares over the last two weeks. You know, nothing to really you know be excited about. So if you need a running back plug and play. You can pick him up, but you know nothing too exciting. Only in PPR leagues, to be honest with you. Devin Singletary is at number eight. If Damian Pierce is out again, Devin Singletary will be a solid play. Listen, he was a workhorse for them this past week. The production wasn't there. It was all, you know, it was all this passing game, right? So, in a game without Damian Pierce moving forward, Devin Singletary will still be the guy. He still makes a you know low end RB two, high end RB three type of play. Tajay Spears is at number eight. Zach Sharman is at number 10. These guys get worked in uh, a little bit, right? Uh, you know, not super fantasy relevant. You can't really count on them. I had Tajay Spears above Charbonnet because, like, in a PPR lease, he's still getting the targets. So at least you could, like, throw him in and get some points. But both of these guys would be three down handcuffs if their starters were to get hurt. Josh Dobbs is at number 11. Already talked about him. He had a great fantasy day already, right? It was like a top five quarterback play pretty much, right? So uh, this past week without any practice. So Josh Dobbs, pick him up. He's on a good offense. Justin Jefferson coming back. Really, really good quarterback pickup if you need him. And feel free to prioritize Josh Dobbs this week over a bunch of these guys that I just mentioned, right? If you need a quarterback. Noah Brown's at number 12. Listen, the matchup, we talked about it last week on the podcast. On Friday, I talked about Noah Brown's matchup being one of the best, you know, going into week 10 out of the slot, right, against, 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 the, against the Bucks. So that I think that was really the case there. Now, the target share was around like 19 20%. So there is something there. There is a little bit of meat of the bone left. So you can pick up Noah Brown as a potential plug and play. But I, I really think that most weeks, it's going to be Tank Dell. It's going to be Nico Collins in that passing game, okay? At 13, I have OBJ had a decent game. It was his birthday, you know, maybe, you know, he and also scored that touchdown late when Lamar wasn't even in the game. So I'm taking it with a grain of salt. However, he is a lot more involved than he was early on in the year. Maybe you want to pick him up. Josh Reynolds at number 14. Now, again, this is becoming extremely weak at this point. Okay. So these are some wide receiver plugins. Josh, Josh Reynolds, Jaden Reed. Okay. Those are some wide receiver plugins. If you want to stash, Jamison Williams would be the first stash. Quentin Johnson would be the second stash. Johnson, very, very involved in terms of running routes. He did a lot of cardio on Monday night, but Jets were a tough matchup, right? So he would be the guy that just stash, but, you know, not prioritizing him over Jamison Williams. Um, and then, you know, Hunter Henry had a really, really high route participation. If you need a tight end pickup, uh, he would be a good one because the fact that, you know, they did lose. Uh, you know, their number one wide receiver in New England. So Hunter Henry, his rap participation went up, his targets went up, and he caught that touchdown. So he becomes a more of a solid play moving forward. Okay. That's pretty much all we got. That's it. This was a quick one, guys. All right. Just wanted to let you guys know who we're picking up this week. Thank you so much for listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with our 
we, uh, with our trade show, okay? Buys and sells. We'll see you tomorrow. Take it easy. See ya. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 